Wow. This is the first wisdom talk I'm having and I'm so excited to bring so much goodness to this platform and I'm so excited for what's to come. This is going to be very exciting because I want to be able to give you some insights on how you can use Pinterest marketing marketing and advertising for business. So when you think about marketing, you think about service, you think about helping people, you think about building interest, you think about building awareness and it takes time to build awareness. It really takes a long time. So you want to build that awareness with some steadiness in mind, with some sustainability in mind and start building retention for people to start listening to you, building trust, building substance. And it takes a while to build this because I've been in a situation where I've been able to understand how Pinterest works and how do businesses use Pinterest for business. So it's exciting to be here because this is my first talk on wisdom, as I said in the beginning, and I'm so thrilled. I'm so excited to be doing this because even before the hype, I used to get emails about wisdom back in June and I saw the logo. I was like, I know this logo, you know, but I didn't really connect. And when it connected, I was like, whoa, this is intense. You know, I've been on Clubhouse for almost a year now. It's going to be a year in the next few weeks on Clubhouse and I'm now on Wisdom and then I was like, you know what? I need to bring some people here to understand that social audio is great and I love connecting with people, but what's even better is that people come in and stay because they want to listen to something that they need. So, what have I been doing that has been keeping a lot of people understanding what they need to do with their business, right? This is what I've been able to do just this week. Just this week alone, I've been able to run three Zoom rooms from Clubhouse and take people on Zoom to show them how to run Pinterest business advertising campaigns. How do you start up an idea pin? How do you set it up on Pinterest? Because these questions sound simple, but they are very daunting to someone that has never clicked on it before. So you're not wrong. You just don't know. Or you probably just don't know how it works. And sometimes it takes a while to really know how does something work. And for something to work, it has to work in a way that allows someone to stay connected to you without having to feel like I'm obligated to be here or I need to be here. So that's really where you need to start building experience and start building mindset regarding your 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 practice and what you want to do with your time that's going to give people a lot of reason to stick around and be part of the conversation as you build your success story. So, I'm going to be here talking about Pinterest advertising, Pinterest marketing, and if you've never heard me before or never connected with me before, today is the day and I want you to just know that I'm going to be doing a lot more of this rooms and I'm going to be excited to just connect with you and be part of the process. So bear with me. This is the first talk and I want this talk to really hit home. So when I come back again, I'm going to come back again with a lot of things to to bring out. So why I love this app and why I love this experience is that I feel like it's a podcast, but now it's a podcast with people actively listening because I have a podcast called We Don't Play 
and it's available on 14 podcast platforms. So if you just go to your favorite podcast station and type in We Don't Play, you will see the very same image you see here on Wisdom. And you will know that that's the podcast to listen to. We have about over 200 episodes and we've been really doing so much for the community and helping people understand what it means to be on a platform that helps them grow. So this is a time for me to really get go deep into the surface and understand how you can start to use your Pinterest for marketing use your advertising for marketing as a business how do you take your business to the next level i've gotten so many questions how do you start a business printers account how do you run ads how do you post a pin these are things that when you know as a business they should not be questions they should be things that can grow and start building attraction models for you as a business it takes a while to do this But at the same time, you want to do this with time and growing with time means you have to experience it and experiences take time. So you want to be able to show people how to do this and do it well. And I want to connect with you guys today. So I've been doing this for five minutes, but in the next 10 minutes, I would love for you guys to, you know, join me on stage. And if you've joined me on stage and you're not sure if I'm going to get anyone on stage please feel free to just join me and we're going to have a conversation but i want to go deep into some context so you can understand what i'm talking about i'm going to say some numbers i'm going to give you some facts some some background history so you can follow me because i did this in the zoom room when i was on clubhouse earlier today showing people how to run advertisements on clubhouse but I was talking about it on Clubhouse in my club, which is called Pinterest and SEO Marketing. And I've been able to run rooms to really understand what are people looking for and what are their needs today. So I discussed about how you can be able to run an ad and help people see better and understand the value of a keyword. So let me break it down because I I don't want to assume everybody knows the terms and, and whatever they They are thinking that term could be. So when you think about creating value, right, you want to be able to start looking at it from the perspective of how can I take my image or my video or my carousel to the next level whereby someone else sees it and understands the concept behind the post and builds a storyline or an informed decision about what you just said. And sometimes we think it's easy to make it happen because it's like, oh yeah, I'm just gonna post this, it looks great, but does it make sense to Google? Are you on Google? Have you connected your Google website to a Google search console? Do you have a website that's on a platform like WordPress or Wix or Squarespace or wherever you you have your podcast or wherever you have your landing page? These are different places that you don't need to say, oh, I have a website to be on Google. You can literally have a YouTube video and it's ranking on Google because you have something to show. So I'm showing you all these things to tell you that when you're using Pinterest marketing, and you're using it as an advertising tool or better yet, an advertising asset, right? You want to be able to know that, okay, I'm going to spend $5 a day or $100 a day on an ad for 30 days. And by the end of the day, I want to know who clicked on it, why, where, and when. So 
you want to understand those things and then at the same time you want to complete the five w's in one h and say what is it that they're looking for so when you answer those questions now you're more specific so i'm going to give you guys something really quickly that is going to give you that insight that i mentioned earlier that i was doing on zoom so this is what happened right and this is exactly how i'm going to say it, like i said it earlier today i was able to run an ad on my pinterest business account from june to july actually from end of may to end of june because from july I started picking up organically and my goal was to help my website because everyone who has a website that is has a business if you don't have backlinks or referral domains or places that you're not on it's not your real estate property digitally and you have your content elsewhere that it's pointing back to you that means you have leverage that means you have some type of understanding about a concept that validates your experience or validates your authority when google suggested to the person looking for it so you want to be able to know what it is you want and then once you know your mission your vision your business objectives those things that you actually need to know then and only then can you start creating content for those people so when i go down to the area of people you want to understand that i'm running an ad for a month and within this month i want to run another ad but before i do i need to analyze what happened so this is what happened to the ad that i did so I read an ad and if you want to get the replay and you want to actually see this visually, please feel free to click the link in my Instagram bio and it's the same name all over Flav Beats and I'm also an artist, a creative artist and I'm also into so many other things but I want to focus on the context of today. So if you click on that, you will see that link and that link will lead you to a place where you can leave your email address and then opt in because we have an exclusive mailing list that I send out emails with all these accessible links so I want to make it exclusive for you so you can enjoy it and feel good you know that's really what the goal is to make sure that you understand it and you can have a proof of concept so I'm going to share with you some numbers like I explained and on May 29th of 2021 I ran a traffic ad and on Pinterest, it can be called a consideration campaign. And I spent about $742.69 and that was about $25 a day on average. And my goal was to understand what people need using Pinterest because I've been running rooms on Clubhouse and I'm trying to understand what are people's questions? What are their concerns? What do they need to know? How can they start building that retention? So I said, I'm going to be able to do this by identifying with my audience, right? That's what everybody says. Find your audience, find your voice, build your brand. Those are great words. But if those words don't resonate, then at some point you're going to be speaking to yourself. So you want to be able to speak to the people who are looking for that problem to be solved and you as a solution bearer are the one that's supposed to give someone that confidence to say okay now it makes sense now i can see you doing this now i can understand what you're talking about so it, under that spend right i'm going to go to a section that says a click-through rate so this is something that if you have a website check this out because you're always going to see this if you have a website please i'm begging you Connect your website, if you haven't, to Google Search Console. I repeat, 
Google Search Console because when you Google that and you understand that you have your property connected to Google, that means the website that you set up with the email address that you own is your digital intellectual property whereby you can be able to determine and tell Google what you want your website to show. So how do you do that? You need to talk about your meta tags. What are meta tags? Meta tags, and what is meta in the first place or metadata? It's information about your information, if that really makes sense. Because, because I have a background in music and entertainment, I also understand the value of metadata. That's why artists, you know, producers, people that are working in the industry, when they have royalties and have copyrights, these are metadata. It's information, the title, the song duration, who is the publisher, who is the distributor, who is the, the manager. You know, those are things that you can do and not worry about anything else because you have that taken care of. But people don't take care of their website like that. People don't take care of their homepage. They don't take care of their titles. They don't take care of their pictures. Some people upload pictures that are five megabytes. How do you expect someone to upload that or load that on a phone when they don't have network and they really need your information? So you have to think about your audience like you're thinking about yourself. You have to love yourself first so you can love someone else. So you want to be able to help them see clearer by you helping them get there faster. So what are you supposed to do? Find your audience, understand that, okay, I want to rank for this word. Then this three words or this four words or this brand name or this pseudoname is going to represent a type of character that builds something called an, a brand avatar. So when you're building a brand avatar, you're building consistency with your brand because you have something called a brand promise. And what is a brand promise? It is the fact that I said that by the end of this call or by the end of this meeting or by the end of this experience, you should experience this so that when you do experience it, it's not like it caught you by surprise because that way you were able to validate what the response was when you gave your feedback. So sometimes you have to be really focused on knowing where your audience is how they're speaking back to you, what are they searching for on the internet, and why are they doing this? So for me, I'm going to take a very prime example so you understand what I'm talking about. For me, I have been able to build Pinterest and SEO marketing in a way that has shown me on Google that a lot of people need to know how to use their website, period. And how I started to actually take so much passion, consideration, and goal mindset objectives on this with real KPIs is because I was able to do this one, once upon a time when I was doing my master's program and I wanted to really get my, my business plan going. So I had a plan for a website, but I couldn't build it. And at that time, I didn't even know what a domain name was. I couldn't, I couldn't differentiate between a domain name and a hosting platform. That's how bad it was. So I paid someone to do it and he never got it done. Like till today, I don't have that website, but thank God I made it, you know, because I had to, had to think fast. I had to be innovative. I had to say, you know what? You're not going to slow me down. I'm going to keep pushing. I'm going to keep going. And at some point I'm going to reach there. And I did. So I saw someone take advantage of the fact that I paid for a website and 
they just ran away with the cash and I never got my website. So I was devastated. By the same time, I was very motivated because I was like, imagine how many people out there have gone through the same experience or worse and don't know what to do next and they're stuck. So that gave me that impression of I want to help people. That's my number one goal. If you can look at my profile here, you can tell and read it. My goal is to really, really help and make sure that these brands get that visibility because SEO sounds like a big word, but it's literally what you do every day. So you want to be able to know how can you take your business to the next level? How can you take your brand to the next level? And how can you help people see things clearer? When someone comes back to me and says, thank you, I'm happy. That makes my day because I know your day was taken care of and you also felt good about it just like I did when I said or when I heard that. So you want to stay connected to your audience, people. You don't want to be so disconnected from them that every time you post, they're wondering whether they should unfollow you or not. You know, you shouldn't be in that position where on the edge. Be yourself. Tell people where you need to go and do this. And I'm going to give you one website. I usually drop websites on Clubhouse and on the podcast, the We Don't Play podcast available. But today I'm going to just give you one website because it's about social media. It's about understanding what are people talking about. I'll give you my own stats from my Pinterest business board, my dashboard. But I'm going to give you a website that you can start using today. So if you've never heard of this website, write this down. Actually, I'll give you two websites. I'm just being generous today. I'm going to give you two websites. The first website, right, is called SparkToro. That's S-P-A-R-K-T-O-R-O.com. And you can search for anything, YouTube, podcasts, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Yeah, just those. And... You can type in the words and know what hashtags are being used, where are they using them, how often are they using them, which has more strength and value. Because at the end of the day, everything that you're doing online is going to equate to something. And what's this word? It's called relevance. If your post is not relevant to my problem, then I don't need to see it. I don't need to engage with it. But if your post is speaking the same language, then I have some type of emotional attachment to it. And that makes me to engage, which now helps me to know what your response is. And if you have good customer service, guess what? I'm coming back. If you don't have good customer service, guess what? You're not going to see me again. And that is totally on you. That's totally your decision. If you like something, you're going to feel good about it. Nobody wants to feel bad and be where they don't want to be appreciated. That's not good. So start thinking about how you can use SparkToro to understand what type of places you want to have conversations. So those conversations that you're going to have are really going to help you understand what you're doing with your time, right? That's one. And then two is this. This is the second website. And I wrote an article about it. If you go to our, if you just Google work and play entertainment, you will see the website and you'll see the article, but I'm giving you one more website you can check, but it's from that website and it's from that article. So this is the website you can use to understand how to understand what people are talking about and not what they're talking about in the Facebook group, what not what they're talking about on Reddit, what they're talking, what they're actually talking about on Google. Because when you're on different platforms, different platforms have different types of information. 
They have different types of sources. They have different types of audiences. So when someone tells you, I want to have an omni-channel marketing experience, you're essentially telling me someone that is going to listen to you as someone that is actually paying attention to the market, you know, digital marketing, SEO marketing, Pinterest marketing, all things marketing with a white hat SEO in mind, because there's a difference between a white hat SEO and a black hat SEO. You can Google that and see what the difference is. So when you want to build experiences for people, you want to know what they're asking Google, because if you end up being suggested as a result, guess what? They're going to click on it because you had a call to action and that call to action allowed them to subscribe, to like, to share, to, to post, to comment because you said it, not because they saw it, but because you intentionally told them what you were expecting them to receive. So don't think that I want something great in life and you're going to sit back and be like, yeah, I'm going to wait for it to sit here. It's not going to work like that. You want to be able to build Awareness. You want to build interest. You want to build desire. You want to build a place where someone can feel like, I want to be here. I want to talk to you. I want to be able to be part of a conversation because I know that anytime I go to the market and I want to get something, I can trust in your brand that I can find it. But if I don't find it, my day is halfway done because I needed something and you're restraining that from me. So you want to be able to help people if you know what you're talking about. So this second website is going to help you a lot in line with the first one I talked about. The second website is called AnswerSocrates.com. That's A-N-S-W-E-R-S-O-C-R-A-T-E-S.com. And you can search for key terms. And when you're making these searches, guys, please do this one huge favor for me. Make sure that when you're writing these words, use at least two words. Because if you use one word, you're going to get a skewed data. And you don't want to type in shoes or flowers or bed. You want to do something that makes sense. If it's cookies, if it's, you know, whatever it is that you're trying to build, let it be very specific so that you think about it. You want to know, okay, tropical restaurants, or you want to find out, what is going on with, like, I was just on Clubhouse not too long ago and someone was talking about lingerie and how they can put their lingerie, you know, on Pinterest and on their website and you need to have ideas to build that. So I was like, okay, I did a quick search and I found so many things, Valentine's, honeymoon, wedding, whatever it is. Like, you have to think outside the box sometimes. And it's not hard to do that, but sometimes when you don't use these platforms, they're not going to use themselves and apply it on you. It's not going to work. So you want to stay connected to your audience by staying attentive to their need. I'm going to say that again. You want to stay connected to your audience because you want to stay attentive to their need. And how do you stay attentive? By listening, by asking, by saying, hey, fill up this survey or check this quiz or do this challenge or learn this today and tell me whether you learned something from it. Because when you learn something every day, you're one step closer to your goal. I've seen people run ads for hundreds of dollars and thousands of dollars and they don't get anything back or they spend something on something that they thought was valuable and don't get anything back. That's because either you didn't do research or the research wasn't strong enough to give you that ROI. Because 
That's the whole point of processing. That's the whole point of testing. You want to test your results. You want to plan them. You want to know, okay, this didn't work. Okay, how can I try this better? If this didn't work today, then maybe it might work in February because that's a better time to talk about this topic. So you want to be so involved in the community that they feel like you're not disconnected every time you speak because that is the whole point of staying in line and staying on brand. When you stay in line and you stay on brand, you're never going to go off topic because you're always going to help someone see something better than how they could see themselves if they didn't process what you just said. So that's why you have to learn. It's a phase. It's a it's a whole journey. I'm still learning. I'm not going to say I know everything. I don't. But what I know is definitely more than I learned yesterday. It's definitely less than what I'm going to learn tomorrow. So you want to stay in that consistent learning phase. And as you're learning, you want to understand how am I spending money on ads? Where am I spending this money on? Which cities, which zip codes, which counties, which states, which countries? Am I going to cluster three in one? Am I going to do an A-B testing? You know, those are questions you're going to decide. So you don't want to be just not doing them. You want to understand how to do them and then start building those audiences through. So I talked about my ads and what happened for me. And I'm going to give you guys some numbers. So out of the amount that was spent, which I spoke about earlier in today's talk, I want to focus on three different sections. The first section is the impressions. And there's a reason why, because that's very general. And then I'm going to go into the click-through rate, which is not so general. And I'm going to give you guys some statistics over there. And then the third one is outbound clicks. So I ran an ad telling people on Pinterest and also within the ad space, if you can call that, that there's a way you can be able to save time and money when you use Pinterest as a business. Simple. And the way I was doing that was by giving you blogs, giving you podcast episodes, which are still available and people are still listening to them today. And you're using this information to validate your theory. So I did that to challenge them and say, hey, this is what you need to do. So keep doing this so you can keep getting better if you're not doing what I'm, I'm expressing. Or maybe you could do it better than me because you have a better way of doing it, which is great. So when you start thinking outside the box, you also help people to think outside the box. And if you think within your own box, that's the box you're going to keep on getting the same one. So you want to be able to stay connected with your audience in a way that they feel comfortable around you every time you show up, like I said. So I ran an ad. I got about 826 clicks within 30 days. I got 116,000 impressions, 675. And then my click-through rate for the whole ad, because I'm going to give you age brackets very soon, The whole ad had a click-through rate of 0.71%. The outbound clicks were 298, which means out of the 116,000 people that were impressed by it, the pin clicks that I actually got were 826, which means people saw the ad, they clicked on it, 
but the outbound click means that they left the platform and went to my landing page. So they still clicked on Pinterest, which counts, but that's a bonus if they actually click through because literally between the outbound clicks and if you're looking at my screen, which you would be if you see the replay in the email list I'm going to be able to send out, which is in the link in my Instagram profile bio. When you see this outbound click or even look at your own dashboard, if you've run an ad before and you see a place that says outbound clicks before outbound clicks is CTR, which is click through rate. And then before that is pin clicks. So because I was able to get 298 clicks from 826 people where there was an 116,000 impression score and I had 826 clicks as a result, right? I did the breakdown from 18 to 65 and this were the numbers. You guys are gonna be shocked at this numbers. So just follow me as we go. Between 18 to 24, and what I'm telling you right now is kind of like live audio. So if you're next to your own dashboard or if you know how a Pinterest ad looks like, you can find this place and you can really see what I'm talking about. And feel free to also join me on stage because I've been here for a good amount of time, which is, this is my first talk. So I'm so excited about this. Really, really excited. I've been here for almost 30 minutes. So if you have any questions, feel free to interrupt me and I'll see my screen and I'll be able to bring you, you know, on stage with me so we can have a conversation real quick. So 18 to 24 was about 82 clicks, right? And the impressions was 15K. The click-through rate was 0.52 and the outbound clicks were 24. That's from 18 to 24. That was not so bad. That was okay. Now look at 25 to 34 and that cuts across, you know, every other place too, just from data that I already know. But this is kind of like more validating for me. So 25 to 34 had a jump, an uptick in 235 clicks the impressions were 31,000, which was like double from 18 to 24. And the click-through rate was 0.74. And I got pretty much almost, actually over double um, clicks. I got 76 clicks. So that tells me that if my gross pin links for 18 to 24 is 84, and my gross um Clicks, that's what it's called. Yeah, gross pin links. I'm actually reading what I'm showing you guys. The gross pin links from 1824, I'll start again, is 84. And then the gross pin links from 25 to 34 is 243. So that tells me that I should be spending more money on 25 to 34 and less money on 18 to 24 because I'm spending more money trying to get that age bracket to understand what I'm saying. And yet there's a higher click through rate in another age bracket that gives me more clicks, which means I have a percent, I have a bigger percent margin. So when you think about your profit margins and you think about the margin of success, those are those margins you want to start creating metrics for, because the next group was 35 to 44, where I had 14,000 clicks, which is close to the 18 to 24. But guess what? I had 0.89 click-through rate and I had 53 clicks with a gross impression of 15K and a gross pin of 129. 
So when I look at the gross pin links, right? And I look at the outbound clicks, that tells me that this ad, and there's another one that was 55 to 64. Those are the ones that did really, really well in the tens of thousands as far as impressions. The rest were like a thousand or 3000. So 25 to 34, 35 to 44, and I'm going somewhere with this guys, 55 to 64 are, and that was a click-through rate of 0.99. That's close to 1% click-through rate. That is huge. So I had about 16,000 impressions from 18 to 24 and had 0.52 click-through rate compared to 55 to 64 that I had 13,000 gross impressions with 0.99 click-through rate. So telling me that I should be spending more time creating content organically. Now I'm going, I'm going, I'm heading, I'm heading somewhere. You want to make more content organically for your audience because when Google, when YouTube, when TikTok, when Instagram, when the explore page, or whatever page suggests content to you, that is because the algorithm understood the concept behind the person posting it because there was a reason for posting it. That's really where I'm trying to get to. So if you're posting content for your audience and you want to know how do I find my audience? Okay, my audience is 25 to 55. Okay, so what happened to the 24-year-old and what happened to the 55-year-old? You know, are they going to be part of that bracket because you can see something or that's just because that's what you know as a business owner? So you want to be able to understand where is my primary target audience? Where's my secondary target audience? And where's my tertiary target audience. That way you can know I'm focusing on my primary audience, which are people who love food, but my secondary audience are probably people who like to have food and like to have it on the beach. And then the third one could be maybe they just like to have really cool stuff, you know, when they're going back home or giveaways or shareables or things that you can actually add value that is priceless to someone's experience. So sometimes when you're paying for things, you're like, man, this is, it costs a lot, but you're really selling money. You're really selling something that is going to be in exchange for something that you value. So if you value your money, you're going to value how you spend it. So you don't want to spend an ad on a campaign that's not giving you back a positive ROI. That's a lot of money that's just going to waste that you would rather spend on something else that gives you back dividends. So start thinking like a business owner and stop thinking like a content spiller, like just spilling out content anytime there's time to post and just posting because you've not posted three times in a day. You want to be focused. You want to be strategic. You want to be helpful and you want to show value. And that value appreciates over time if your post goes viral, if someone shares it, if someone saves it, if someone buys from that idea, if someone is able to call you back or send you an email, whatever it is, you want to be able to have that access. And that access builds convenience and convenience in the end builds standard. So this is the standards that I really want you to think about while building your audience and start building things for people that are going to help them see better. So with Pinterest, all this information I'm giving you can be seen on a platform. Yeah, you can see it on Facebook ads, you can see it on TikTok ads, but Pinterest ads do much better because the day you stop running an ad on Facebook is the beginning of when that post is seen organically. 
because you've not boosted it anymore. It's not in a campaign bucket. It's just there. If it's in a featured article, that's great. If you have fans and followers that always keep binge watching your episodes, that's even better. But you want to also have fresh content that allows them to know, hmm, what have I missed? Is there anything else I, I can learn from this? Is there anything new that I could probably find out? And that builds curiosity because once you learn something new, you want to know what else can I learn? But you're never going to know what you're going to learn if you don't end up trying to learn something that you didn't know. Simple. So Pinterest gives you buckets of age ranges, engagement ranges, audience sizes, gender, device. If you want to know, like, for example, with this ad, I already know what's going to happen because on this ad that I ran that I'm still giving you guys info about, I noticed something that really happened and I was really surprised because when you think about running an ad, you're thinking about where are people going to see it? You know, back in the day, we would see, and I mean, I won't say back in the day, but you know, back when, or, you know, in the recent past, that's safer, (laughs) in the recent past, you have been able to see like TV ads, radio ads, you know, newspaper, um, I was about to say articles, but ads. When you think about, you know, one pager ads and those things that you actually like, wow, I actually saw this ad and I remember the ad because I needed something from the ad because someone was thinking about me when I knew I needed this thing badly. So when you're creating your content, you want to know where they seeing it on. Right. So now today you're going to be like, OK, I'm going to run an ad and I'm running an ad that's going to see people on an iPhone or an Android mobile or an iPad or an Android tablet. You know, you have options now so you can still do digital billboards if you want to. Um, another drop I'll give you is blip billboards. That's a place you can have self serve digital billboards and run it across the country within us and Canada and really, really understand how you can target people within off peak hours. Like the list is, is endless. So if you heard that one, you can write it down. So you want to be able to run ads in a way that allow people to build relevance. So I talked about relevance before, right? And relevance is so important because YouTube will never suggest a video to something that they just watched or a user just watched that was not relevant to the next video. That will never happen. So you want to be able to do the same thing for Google. When someone searches for something on Google, Google will suggest something that they actually need. What is it you're looking for? Why do you need it? Here's where to buy it. Click here to find out more. Those are things that are going to allow Google to stay Google and YouTube to stay YouTube. Imagine if you had a whole shuffled list of suggested videos, you're going to lose interest because you're like, I don't like 90% of this video. So why am I being suggested these videos? So you want to know what is the lookalike and lookalike is what is called on Facebook ads, on Instagram ads, but on Pinterest, it's not called lookalike audiences. It's called act alike audiences. So how do people act alike? Do they use their phones? Do they use their tablets? What do you do with your ad to get the right person to see it? If you have a picture, if you have a video, if it's 4K, if it's 8K, whatever you're doing, how can you take that information to someone that can see it and appreciate that value because they saw it on a device that you planned for? So for my ad, what it told me is that people that have iPhones, Android mobile phones, and... 
<laughs> I think that's just about it. But I'll give iPads a chance. So iPhone, Android, mobile, and iPads are the ones that have the highest click-through rate above 0.5 or at least lower than 0.7 because I mentioned earlier that I ran an ad from end of May to end of June literally skyrocketing my SEO because I realized that a lot of people need to know how to use Pinterest and I need to feed people with podcasts, episodes, clubhouse rooms. Now, this is my first wisdom and I really appreciate all of you that are here. You could be anywhere else and I really appreciate your time. So thank you so much for joining and being here. I'm going to run more talks because I should have done this a long time ago. I knew about wisdom back in June. I got emails about it, but I never really knew what it was because I recognized the logo when it started being a thing. So I was like, I got to jump on this. So I'm so glad I'm able to be here and do it on a Friday. So I might do this every Friday. Who knows? But I'm going to have this thing available for you on a consistent basis with different topics and different conversations. And I also don't want to be the only one that's here. I think I saw someone that was coming up but left. But, you know, at the end of the day, this stage is open. So feel free to be here and, you know, just have a conversation with me or reach out to me on other social media channels and we can be able to have a conversation. But... The whole point of this talk today was just to empower you and inform you about what you probably knew about or probably what you're trying to figure out or what you already know and then match it up with what you could know. So today I was able to break down a Zoom room that I did because I've been doing Zoom rooms from Clubhouse to Zoom and it's been so exciting because I've, I've done that all week. And each time we had a room, it was crazy. It was really, really good. So people ask very, very good questions that makes me think. Because I also want to think outside the box. I don't want to keep doing the same thing every time. People are going to get ad fatigue, you know, marketing fatigue. You don't want to have that in your business, especially now. The click-through rate is crazy. I was talking about click-through rate. If you have a website and your website is connected to the Google Search Console, this is what you need to know. Whenever you click the Performance tab and you list it and say, I want to filter it to the last 12 months, please do that so you can know how much traffic you're organically pulling in. So when you look at that, you're going to see four different sections or four different boxes. Look at all of them are important. Um, all of them are important, especially the clicks and the average position. And I'm going to get to that in another day. But I want you to look at the click-through rate. That's called CTR. And the average click-through rate, the average click-through rate for B2B business or just business in general, you can say B2C or, you know, C2C. But in terms of business, the average click-through rate is 2.2%. You can Google that anywhere and find out. And it could be up, it could be down, but that's a that's a standard. And you want to be above that threshold because when you start having click-through rates that are closer to one, that means that you have leverage. If your competitor is running an ad and their click-through rate is 0.1% and your ad is... And your ad... Sorry, I got a phone call. This is my first time using the talk, so it's so different. So I apologize, guys. But this, and I'll be done really quickly. So if you have any questions, feel free to join me. 
because I'm going to be here for the next four minutes and then I'll wrap it up. And this, this is a, a great conversation and I want to, you know, talk with someone if it's possible. But what I was saying is that you want to run your ads and you want to run them specifically because when you look at your click-through rate, which is 2.2%, you want to help someone be able to understand the value of that click. Now, everybody can rank on Google, but not everybody can be clicked through Google. And I'm going to say that and I'm going to explain it. This is what I mean. 80% of the people who read your title, there's going to be about 20% of the people who are going to click on it. They might see it. They'll be like, oh, wow, really? Oh, that's okay. That's, all, that's my headline news and I'm good. Someone else will be like, whoa, I want to click on that to know what was said or who said what. And then from there, you start taking that information and start running and understanding that this is what I'm trying to do, which is build attention, build awareness and build retention. So when you're building this retention, you're building it in the mindset of the person who has an experience already that you're trying to integrate or disrupt. So when you're doing that, you want to be able to do it in a way that helps them see better and help them see clearly. So building this mindset allows you to know that, okay, if I have a certain budget for an ad, where is the best place to spend this money? Sometimes you may be right. Sometimes you could be right. Sometimes you just might try and you might get lucky. Or sometimes you may really know what you're trying to do. And every time you show up, you show out. And that's what you want to do as a business. You want to show out. You want to build your competition. If you're on LinkedIn, you're writing articles. That's great. That's good because you have LinkedIn domain authority. If you're on Pinterest, that's Pinterest domain authority. If you're sending people to your website, your website is going to build authority. And then before you know it, all these things are going to come together. And the people who are typing on Google are typing and finding you. You don't want to end up in another skewed data bracket that doesn't really match your audience or your clientele because you're going to be doing a disservice. You don't want to click on a YouTube video and it leads you to something else that you didn't plan to watch. So all I'm just trying to say to you today is that focus on where you want to succeed, build your audience, build your retention, find out where they are, run those tests and help yourself help someone. So that when someone sees the value, the next time you speak, they actually appreciate what you're saying because you took time and you took that diligence to learn. So with that said, I want to close off the room, the talk. And if you have any questions, feel free to join me. I really appreciate all of you that have joined me today. The ones who have stayed, the ones who are just joining. If you've not been able to listen to everything, you can be able to listen to the replay in wisdom or Check out the podcast called We Don't Play. I have a podcast with over 200 episodes and it's been doing really well for a long time now. And I'm so excited to really show how you guys can be able to use Pinterest, SEO, content marketing, online marketing, and know exactly what you're doing with your business as a social digital asset. So with that said, thank you all so much for being here, for joining me in this conversation. I might do it every Friday or I might do it every other day. I'll figure it out. This is the first time I've been here, you know, just doing an actual talk with you. So thank you all so much. I appreciate you. God bless. And I'll see you guys next time. Bye for now.